0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm ready. Okay.
1: The music, the buildup, the boys are back in the hood. (laughs) Take two podcasts, I really don't, I didn't even look up what day was the last time we did it, but it was March, and I don't think either of you have been here since... I am not. Probably 1986. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that. <laughs> it's been a it's long, been a long time. time.
0: It's
2: been a long time. You know, it's taken this long for me to actually get over how rude Jim Debaccus was to me <laughs> uh, just recently in a campaign. But we'll talk about that. I'll let you, we will. I'll let you okay, go. So I'm, I'm just reeling over just here. Reeling.
1: Talk, just talk a little bit about what's happened since we've been together. Um, Jim's, Mar- Jim was rude. Hernets.
2: Jim was rude.
1: Jim was rude. And, and, um, and um, in the
2: um, time um, we've been apart, rude. he was rude. That's Wait, that's what this you need is, to know. This
0: has this gone from a show, <laughs> a podcast with two up-and-comers yeah, exactly. to two losers. We had a joggernaut
2: <laughs> for mayor of Salt Lake City. We had a, a, a Cinderella coming. story
0: for yeah. governor, and now it's all just rubble i don't only, know what <laughs> only one of us has really made uh, made history over the last little while. i know Greg, there know? is one jogger not
2: in this podcast she it would is be
0: anchoring and running the place in the number one
2: <laughs> news program watched uh, along the wasatch front and in utah uh congratulations heidi thank what you gentlemen exciting, you are yeah. the number one news anchor now uh for kutv but also in uh and all the land. All the world. And all the world.
1: You you boys should be my agents, but I'm glad to be back together again. And let's not look at uh, your elections as <laughs> losing because you tried really hard. Yeah. Lots Did of you. Do we people get participation trophies?
2: I haven't gotten mine yet. It hasn't hit the mail. I've
1: never run a real race except for like student government races in high school and junior high. And it's I just won like that. and lost every other time. <laughs> There was a lot less money involved, but I'm telling you, it's not fun losing, but if you go on the every other thing, just the next race is yours, so yeah, yeah. we can talk about that, uh, because there's rumors about Greg Hughes, I don't know what rumors there are about Jim DeBacchus, but I want to play a little catch-up right now, so we've had this small pandemic going on since we've been yes. taking a break, um, yes. tell me, let's start with you, Greg, what have you been up to? Well, Aside it, from the um, gubernatorial election. yeah,
2: and and you know that was I was in that race when this uh, when this virus hit uh, in Utah and in the United States, and so I you know it, it's as a person I'm not I, social distancing and being forced in my home and not interacting with human beings. It's just by personality, it's difficult to do uh, and something I did not enjoy. However, um, I think in the onset and especially in the beginning when we didn't know what we were looking at and there was a lot going on. It made all the sense in the world to kind of bake it out, see who had it, who didn't. If you had it but you didn't know it, but you could be con- spreading it all the while, it made a lot of sense. But here we are, six months later. Uh, the word "emergency" really can't apply as it used to. Or I, I, I think you might need a new definition for "emergency." I don't think we're in a state of emergency, government so you're wise on the or side anything of else. The legislature that oh, did absolutely. not want
1: to renew the. Yeah, I, I order. think that
2: I think what you, you what you're doing when you declare a state of emergency for your state is you're bypassing your checks and balances between a legislative branch and executive branch. You have procurement laws that the state has to follow strict laws on how to purchase things and how to spend taxpayer money in a state of emergency. You can forget all that. You can single source and no bid contract. You can do all of that. Um, And it's usually because time is of the essence. You have a tornado a a earthquake, a fire, a flood, and you're just trying to get things as help people as quickly as possible. Six months in, I think uh, we're going to have to r- abandon the emergency word and all that comes with it in terms of how you uh, you don't have those checks and balances. What and do you so, think,
1: Tabakus? Uh Do you back uh, your friend Greg Hughes on this, or are you backing the governor?
0: I think they're both wrong.
1: Um, <laughs> okay. Okay,
0: I just look this up.
1: Okay, good. He's Googling. The good news is at the podcast room you can look stuff up while you're listening. I know. I know. Is, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All and on. these boys look like they're in the podcast room polos, they stink. They have Yeah, <laughs> I, I was yeah, I was at we're, a charity. We're playing basketball. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> all right. Fundraiser. So these are the latest numbers on from yesterday the pandemic. on new cases. Okay. All right. The place where it all started, Beijing, yesterday had their first day with zero new cases. Italy, which was tearing us yep. apart through horror, the entire country with 50 million people, 60 million, I don't know how many Italians there are, 320 cases. New York State that went through the horrors that it went through yes, with, I don't know how many, 15, 20 million people in New York, they had 408 cases. Utah, which now is doing great, right? 461 cases. I am saying the governor, the legislature, our Chamber of Commerce in particular, have been horrendous. We had a real opportunity. It isn't as though we don't know where this virus came from or how to get rid of it. We know because we just need to look at Wuhan and and Beijing and the other places. But you know what? We're fighting these inane battles. Should we open schools? Should we play basketball? Should we be having a football program? You know what? Governor Herbert, the virus is in charge, and you have led the state off a cliff okay but let's
1: stop here for a second we do have new jobless numbers out today 4.5 percent i believe that's the lowest in the country right now is that really a cliff our death rate is at 0.8 percent one death is always too many it's someone's mom it's someone's father but our death rate is 0.8 it's in a very older population and 4.5% is not awesome, but it's certainly better than 10, 11, or 12%.
0: Watch what happens. Watch yep. what happens. We went before. You, they told me, uh, and uh, as I was saying these same things, Governor, wake up. Stop listening to the Chamber of Commerce. And that's what they did. When, the, when we were at red and looking to go to green, uh, the legislature and the governor put together a panel with no doctors that know anything about infectious disease. The state epidemiologist was not included. It was that crowd from the Chamber of Commerce, and they said, green, 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 and look what happened. We went through this terrible spate. As far as being the first in deaths, we have the youngest population in the state, and it affects old people. Anybody who is governor of Utah would have that, but when you want to look at, w- at the terrifying number, it is the percentage of people that are tested uh, that are positive. That's that's how <laughs> no, you d- actually, that's so, how let me just finish, Greg. Uh, yes. Uh, that's but I've been patient. How, I've been patient. So about why that's, that's how that's how you tell where all of these hidden um, epidemics are around the state. We should be <laughs> having seven thousand tests a day according to the CDC, according to Governor Herbert.
1: But if people aren't sick, that see I've I've been seeing you on social yeah, media talk about um, how maybe it's the, our te- our numbers are lower because we're testing fewer people, but we can't send people in who aren't sick. Our sick rubber, people just rubber hits the well, road. here, let me tell you,
0: know no, there's moderating of the population. That's how they're doing it in New York. You want to do seven thousand tests a day in Utah, all across if, the state, if you, if, so you can pick up where so the you next. You just want
1: healthy people to go get tested, what, just in exactly.
0: Case. No, well, that's the not me. That's what the uh, CDC that, look, and everybody's right, calling for. You, we would have caught that thing in Hiram. I need a flare gun at earlier. this podcast
2: because I've been waiting to talk. When do I get All right, to talk? Greg, it's, your uh, turn. it's my turn. No, Look, I'm not finished. Yeah, I know oh. you're not. Listen, we've changed the rules in this whole uh, virus. It was never that we were going to get it. That that number. It, in fact, it was assumed that without a vaccine or a, a cure and with no immunity, we would get it. What we were told is. This state of Utah cannot all, the population cannot all get this virus in this inside the same two weeks or month. You had to flatten the curve. I'm going to tell you, have everybody hide for six months. On month seven, if everybody comes out absent a cure or a vaccine or, a, or a immunity, you're going to get it. What you have to stare at is how many ICU beds the state of Utah has. How many does it have? Between 170 to 200. That is the number you have to make sure does not get overwhelmed. If you have a zillion people that have it, but you're not overwhelming your healthcare delivery or your or your ICU beds, that is the variable you're looking at. Now, this is the problem: you cannot destroy this economy trying to run away from a virus you don't have any immunity to. You cannot. Be, it's math. You have to keep the schools have to open. You have to have kids educated. We had all day kindergarten when I was in the legislature. They said you got to have all day kindergarten because you have single parents at work, two parents at work you know they, they are, there are kids that the half day doesn't work it is still the case you still have households to say every kid hey we can't have school what that does to working families in the state of utah is is it's like let them eat cake what they don't have bread let them eat cake let everybody just stay home if they can't if they don't want to go to school sadly that is not the scenario for so many families in the state of utah and if you have to go to work and you can't go to the school are you sending that child to the grandparents home because that won't be safe they're older and it's a virus that'll attack people that are older do you put them in a daycare in front of adults where they're in front of adults now but they're just not learning the particularly the younger ages in the elementary schools you cannot destroy our public education system afraid of this virus you cannot destroy the economy because of it and if you look at these hospitals they're underwhelmed IHC reported back in June, $400 million that would have been received for health care delivery that didn't happen. That is not a healthy scenario for the state. People so I'm telling home. you, these what we are doing and, and recoiling from this virus, and as you pointed out, Jim, in a young state where we are best positioned by our being a young state as well as we don't have as many smokers. Our respiratory uh, illnesses are not as as, as you know, as many as you find other states, you will it is find today. we have we have some of the greatest advantages. And at the end of the day, you got to pay the bills. Utah's bills come due every thirty days, and the federal government is not. If if they said they were going to print all the money so that everyone's bills could be paid every thirty days, it's not happening. Greg, you're you're,
0: you're acting. It's a very smug approach that the state it's, has taken, not you. That is, you're not in charge. Oh, I know. You are not in charge of the economy, oh, and you're not in charge asked. of anything. Believe no, no, I wish I, I was. I'm not saying that personally. I'm saying the virus is in charge, and you. We have got to deal with a virus. You want to destroy the economy? Just do what you're doing, Jim. Ninety-two
2: percent of the pretend- people that are dying in this country are over the age of fifty-five. Yep. It's two point seven percent when you get under the age of twenty-four. Uh, the age of twenty-four, I think we are I think there's more hysteria. People
0: a day it's are not that so we,
2: we have this virus in our community, we have to take precautions, but you cannot kill your economy you do, your education system or your you healthcare delivery ki- over it. You
0: are killing the economy. This is or a not. guarantee to kill the economy. You've got to get those numbers down. Ask the state epidemiologist to three percent or less. And how do you pay the bills? Wait a minute, second uh, wait, 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 let me just okay. finish. How are we paying the bills now? A trillion dollars a month Not in government, stimulus. Forget yes. government.
2: I'm talking about the working uh, people of the state. About, how do they pay but, their bills?
0: You're okay, talking about how pause. good the
1: economy okay. is <laughs> doing. Let's push pause. Okay, so if we don't have people going back to work, we're going to need more PPP loans. We're going to need more $1,200 checks to people. So the question is, you know, when does that stop? And uh, one thing I think is interesting is to look at the American Academy of Pediatrics who said we do need kids going back to school because as much as you don't like to, I guess – no one wants to admit it, but your ability to earn an income for your family or to get out of the house and go to school is tied to your health because if you're stressed because you can't pay the bills, does suicide, heart attack become an issue? What about kids who they say are getting abused at home and they don't have teachers checking on them say, Johnny, what about these bruises? Or kids who are not getting the help they need because you know there's not a counselor around. So I think there's definitely reasons to try to go to work if we can, right? But go we can't. School. Okay, so if you had kids right now, Jim Tobacco, let's can't. say you have Johnny and Jenny, 8 and 12 years old. Would you send them to school right now?
0: Here's the issue, here's the problem that you're falling into and the entire state is falling into. These are just questions. We are we are we ought to be talking about how do we get like China and Italy where there aren't cases. Do we and believe we, China's numbers? We, because yeah, if, I, I don't, I I don't, bl- I don't believe China. I is. hope they have it under control. Look, look I saw Italy's some pictures, all, all I saw some Italy, pictures from China. Wuhan with thousands and thousands of people. They're, they've opened up again. And I'm saying the state didn't have the guts in the first place. We should have locked down for 30 days, been serious, Done it the way that the countries that have passed, then we wouldn't be talking about should we be opening schools and should we be doing football. It would be happening. I mean, can we were can a the lockdown. 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 Wait, what? How can they do it in Italy but not in Utah? How can they do it in so in Europe and not in Utah and in America? What is so uh, peculiar UK. about us? It is true,
1: but the UK's GDP I think is the worst in the world. So I don't know that they come out it, of
2: this. I, I asked someone. I asked someone from uh, one of the uh, one of the. Uh, <laughs> ministers from china from their embassy i asked her uh, why that was the case and how they were able to uh, make sure that it didn't spread and she said well in a communist country we can arrest you if you walk outside your door and like we Italy? can we can hold you inside and we can mandate every single person wear a mask or we will arrest you and send you to jail if you have a government like that jim i think you know compelling populations and mass is very easy to do more so okay, than in the land then of then the so, free home so of the brave we're
0: getting to the nub of the question yeah Are we prepared for three weeks to shut down and to get rid of this virus so that we're like China? I think it's naive to think you'll never get rid of it. You'll never get rid of it until you have a vaccine. You need a herd.
2: You need a herd. You need herd immunity. You're not going to get it until more people get it. Until it becomes more prevalent. Less
0: than one percent. Have you seen New uh, York York City? It's gone.
2: The city is gone. There's no one coming back to it. It is. The, the, you've got Cuomo Look, begging for so much bailout money because their, s- their state has crumbled apart. Okay, but
1: let's listen for a second. Your three-week three, your three week lockdown, I think if the entire world could lock down for three weeks, and you literally could, and you could keep everyone inside, you probably could have killed this virus. But the problem is we still need police officers because someone's going to stab their wife or their husband because they're pissed that they're they locked up. They don't have up. that in Italy. Or you need News. Look, well, I, I'm saying we live th- in America, uh, oh, and apparently right. we so, kill and, each other. And <laughs> and
0: we're in, we're, yeah, well,
1: <laughs> I, this I, I'm just saying is like you. Said, even if we had a three-week lockdown, there are still people who have to run the energy in your home or have to run
0: the news station. Yeah, there's, there's, so there's grocery still, stores. It it there's side, there's, it, there's it hospitals. You know what? In, in, in public a year, and in six, th- our economy sucks. It's terrible in the United States and in Utah. It is. You take out that six hundred dollars a week. That thousands and thousands of Utah's are doing. The effect of that hasn't hit yet. You watch what's gonna happen. We're playing with craziness. It's the virus. You know, I have above my bed something that says, socks first, then shoes. Don't tell me about University of Utah football in Utah you State. You really have that. That's above not your what bed. the issue is. <laughs> yeah, I have that there. <laughs> it's the virus, stupid get some guts I, we've had the the biggest lack of political will where where nobody will face up we have a month of pain real so pain horrible pain let me let me I land this plane. I, plane. plane I can land jim right, i can land on it.
2: common ground i can land on common ground ready are you ready for this i'm ready you know it's not going to be ideal for anyone but i'm going to say this is this is where i find the common ground of what i'm listening to from jim i think if you have precautions that aren't practical if you if you have parents who have to work and are do not have the ability to, to have their children not go to school. For a reason, this is why we have all day K in the state of Utah. I would, I would argue that that applies for K through at least till you get to middle school. I and mean, middle school and high school, maybe the kids don't have to go every day. But I'll just say this. If you have precautions that are not practical and people can't follow them, then you don't have any precautions. And that is not going to be safe. You have to, and we have to as a state, Find those things that are going to keep us from spreading a virus that is absolutely in our community. You have two things going for you you have your precautions and you have luck. And when luck runs out, you're going to get it. So, I believe. So, what you have to do is you have to lay forward for people to practice and have precautions that are realistic that they can apply in their lives. Wash and I'm your telling hands, you, folks, look, I got the Purell in my pocket. I, I'm trying not to touch things that every single stranger touches because I'm afraid I'll touch my eyes or my nose or my mouth in response. We have to have these precautions and keep it in the forefront of our mind that there is a virus amongst us. But if the precautions we're asked to take are ones we cannot take, then we have no precautions, and that is where things are going to get really dangerous. It's like Florida. I kept saying, you know, you got to have precautions. You can't have like an MTV beach party or, you know, spring break party. And then I look at Florida, and they had a, a beach where you couldn't even see the sand or the water. There were so many people... There, which was insane. So, Jim, I'm not saying, you know, be cavalier, don't take precautions. I'm saying that the precautions that we're, we need to take are ones where when the bills come due every 30 days, there's a way to pay them. When there's, when there's uh, you, you can't lose the education educational progress of your kids. We got to make sure that we're doing that and not losing a generation. You're
0: acting like the virus cares. I'm
2: not talking about the virus. I'm talking about how we handle it.
0: Look. We need a month, and we need a month that looks a lot more like Italy and China than. Oh, <laughs> like woopty China. Woopty the, in the world wars, woopty
2: the gym, <laughs> we need America we, to look more like China.
0: You know
1: what? Okay. We uh, might get that in December if uh, uh, schools uh, uh, close down. A lot of the universities after Thanksgiving are letting telling the kids to stay home. So maybe let me ask December you, will both be the lockdown.
0: of down. If I could guarantee. Who
1: said I disagree with you? I no, 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 no. Let me ask brown. both of you. I, I'm passionate
0: about it. I totally disagree with you. are yeah. passionate? I, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> But I thought I found some common ground if there. Take, if you take three-week period and okay. at the end of using draconian measures, things that make all of us uncomfortable, but at the end of that three weeks, our kids are going back to school, we're back at the university, we're playing football. Our kids are going back to school th- and no, no, no no, uh, But Safely. I'm saying safely. See, I, 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 I mean, it's worth three weeks of a, of what's worked other places. And our political leaders have been una- unwilling to say that. They're worried about rural Joes and uh, Molly Orem, and they won't do what needs to be done because it's out there, and we don't have the political will. The the virus, don't tell me. Kids have got to go to school, and it's all this, and we got to have an economy. We have no economy. We're going to keep borrowing a trillion dollars a month to prop up this halfway? Uh Uh-uh. So, look, I I just don't think what you're suggesting is practical. This is where
2: you get into the game of essential and not essential because there's just some – you have to be able to buy food. You have to be able to have – there's certain things that are going to be essential. You're going to need people working at hospitals, supermarkets. Uh, you know, there's going to be people that have to go to those places that use mass transit. You're going to find you're going to start getting into that game again, where there are businesses that are essential versus non. And I just don't think it's to say that everyone's going to go inside the entire population for three weeks. I, I just don't I don't think it's a it's practical. Fine in a year
0: do. in a year we're still going to be taking a trillion dollars a year and bankrupting the country. You talk about ruining it's, the it's economy. A a no, it's a good point you bring up. This is not a solution. It's a good point you bring up. You oh, cannot well, everybody try and it'll be good and we'll send the kids to school and we'll throw on a mask. This is bullshit. <laughs> oh my <laughs> oh, gosh! Hey. This is, I guess this is no longer anymore. a family
2: program. Apparently, I guess we just abandoned uh, the whole family not.
0: side
1: Okay, of we're going to move on from this because I feel like we could fight pandemic for the next right, season. Well, look, right. so we, right. had, so we right. had a lot of pent-up
2: other. issues on that. that are, yeah, we could have right. we could have right. debated right. that for eight, are, twelve weeks are straight. Are your
1: kids going back to school or are they already back in school? Yes, well,
2: I have uh, I, have one kid, child left that's going to school in high school and he'll be attending high school, yes.
1: Gotcha. And I do have a son who's starting next week in ninth grade. He's actually excited because he's gone through some of the roughest part of puberty for the last Five or six months at home with the voice change and That's grown like half a foot. Well, so you shouldn't
0: be saying. <laughs> that. I know he this doesn't kid is like to the mom. Oh, okay. All right, all right, good. He knows no. I say this. So anyhow, he's
1: headed back to school. He's excited. He's adorable, oh, and yeah. my daughter is headed to Utah State. Fingers crossed that will last. Uh, my daughter's next week, I'm at UVU, around.
2: but it's all online. It's all yeah.
1: online. All yeah. right. Well, so. my daughter doesn't know yet. It's is one everything is hybrid.
0: U- UVU is online. UV I, d- I don't online. know about gotcha. And
1: Utah State is a hybrid of some sort, but she takes okay. mostly science classes and labs. So we'll oh. see how that works okay, out. Okay, without, without throwing stones. Okay. I mean,
0: really what I worry about is we wake up in six months and we're in the same position. and Because you can't convince people to go to a restaurant. You can't convince people to have a good economy. It has to kind of be there. Yeah. And playing these halfway games... I could go on on how the state has completely screwed up this pandemic. We'll save it for another week. I think you did a, with know, a thorough job. Like I don't know hard. what stone you've left unturned, the, the, sir. The, the $100 million <laughs> of unaccounted wild uh, yeah pre party that <laughs> Herbert and Cox have have done, but
1: okay. Well, we have a lightning round that's okay, coming up okay, where you okay, can't sorry. share all your feelings, only some all of your right, feelings. All right, all uh, right. The GOP primary is over. We discussed that Greg did not end up.
2: Yeah, it's the a top big shock. Winner. I'm you were still, I'm still shocked. one of
1: many winners because I think anyone who <laughs> runs um, deserves credit. It was for a deep pool, admittedly. In there was, and that's an interesting question because we don't usually have races in Utah that have deep pools. We can look to Jim Debacus race in the Salt Lake City mayoral election. We're looking to gubernatorial election. Yeah. It's the first time our states actually had options where people could get on the ballot that weren't chosen by their parties. And we have all of these candidates that really are qualified good candidates. It's exciting to see it happen. People have been talking about, you know, maybe this is why they said rank choice voting is a good idea, which leads me to the point that there are people who are still talking. I think, are we 10 days out from the deadline for a write-in candidate run for Huntsman? There's a lot of reasons why this would be hard, that it would be a bad idea, that people won't like it. Greg Hughes, is it going to happen? You,
2: you know, th- it's it's. um I don't know. I honestly don't know whether it's going to happen or not. There's been a lot of uh, discussion with uh, people that have supported John Huntsman in his race. He lost a very very narrow uh, election uh, in the primary, uh, less than a percentage point, I think, sixty five hundred votes or something like that out you're, of you're over really half a million cast. You're
0: really close to Hughes. Did you ever think about Huntsman? dropping a, uh, Huntsman? I mean, you're <laughs> close they to both I'm are very close to Hughes. As
2: I like. I in know myself alphabet. very well.
0: I mean, did, was there a moment? <laughs> like Herbert got somebody in the office, Thomas Wright in his governor's office and said, don't run, give your votes to Cox. Did yeah. you, I'm sure Huntsman didn't ask you, but did no. you ever think, you know what? I, I could. No, I, I was going
2: to win it. I really thought I was, I thought it was a, a tight race. I thought we were pretty competitive. I, I didn't think that way. I, I will tell you this, and this is where we're going to get real and it's easier when we're out of the game. Um, I, I, you have seen in very difficult elections before uh whether you know especially in primaries where you have a nominee and you have yeah. others that have run uh if you look back you'll have the one that wins that brings the other candidates together and they have a, a moment i've i saw it when nolan Kerris endorsed john huntsman right after john huntsman won in uh, 2004 uh you had tim bridgewater that endorsed uh John swallow and those two that was a bitter race those there was not a lot of love lost between those two but you saw that coming together when you have a race for governor as deep as this pool this can this field of Republicans were and you go back to the convention cycle and then the, the general or the primary you got nine ten candidates that that bring everyone on the stage and having a unified voice uh, with enough issues that had been brought up in the election cycle where everyone brought something I think unique to the table uh, that was an opportunity where I think uh, Lieutenant Governor Cox could have brought a lot of people together early on, where there would not have been an environment where a writing campaign could germinate. I mean, right or after grow. he won, right, right, you bring it and together very, very early, and, and, and like you a house see it.
1: party, but not a house party. Like, yeah, a I, party I just think that
2: I just think bring people together very quickly. I think because some of the initial reactions from the Huntsman campaign, I think Abby Huntsman said we're not doing any writing, but in the absence of that moment where people are coming together. Uh, then you you do let uh, an environment where a writing can be contemplated. People that are trying to, to that would like to see governor former Governor Huntsman run are are out there making the case that they're making. Uh, there's an environment that's allowing that to happen. And I think that could have been avoided by really, uh, looking to bring, reaching out and bringing the candidates together very early on after that election was decided. Have and these so, writing
1: campaigns called you and said, hey, would you be Huntsman's running mate? Because I've heard them throw that around. Like, yeah, so I, if we could I'll, have a I'll keep it Huntsman real. I'm yeah, like a truth or
2: dare game without the dare. I The, the Huntsman supporters have uh, reached out or, or spoken to me, but uh, Governor Huntsman, and I have never had. He's never brought that. Issue up with me directly. Nobody to talk asked about me it.
0: to be lieutenant governor from the Huntsman. They haven't. Campaign. Have you? So we, so we
2: want to talk either, about Jim? this because okay.
1: you actually um, worked really hard to get Huntsman elected. Uh, where do you stand <laughs> on all this? <laughs>
2: Did you? You um, were asked. I know you worked Democrats very hard. To cross I don't know if you know, Jim, but when you were telling everyone to hey register as a Republican because we'll wake up to a Governor Hughes like we woke up to a uh, President Trump. You know I could hear you, right? You know, I could, I could hear you. That was, like, rude, okay? That's like, we're a polite company here. It was I could the, hear you. Greg, say it was, that.
0: It was the virus talking. Okay. So you've actually, been there, done that. Actually,
2: you know, so, I'll, I'll say, I told you, go ahead and say it. Republicans are going to get mad when you say that. So I thought it was a great get-out-the-vote call for so, me. So look,
0: look, at, look at the numbers. I mean, it's, there is a compelling case for Huntsman if he were to actually get in and get serious about it. You yeah. know, I mean, he waited too long. I think he kind of expected that he would be handed the governorship, and he really, w- he really wasn't all in all the time. And I realize he had other responsibilities and all the rest. But during you know, the primary, you're talking about, yeah. You know, he should have gotten in earlier. He should. I, I, I'm, I'm saying he did pretty well for a guy who maybe wasn't fully committed. So if you take what did he get, thirty four percent, about that, yeah, yeah,
2: thirty five. I don't know. I have the numbers around that that here But that
0: means, that means lots of other people, lots of other Republicans voted for somebody else. So if you take... Huntsman
1: 34.9, Cox 36.2, a spread of about 6,300 votes if you keep track.
0: So you take th- the hardcore 30% of Democrats, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure in a final they would follow a Huntsman.
1: They'll vote for Chris Peterson because they're Democrats. They might. I yeah,
2: mean, yeah no, tell me this. I'm actually interested in the psychology of the rep- Democrats in, in Utah. Where do they go? I mean, you, because I don't think they all broke strictly for Huntsman, even those that switched over to become no, Republicans. No, those polls
1: showed that some of them broke for Cox. Yeah. I don't know that any of the Democrats broke for Hughes.
2: Well, no. I. <laughs> yeah, I was not getting any of those. <laughs> I can I'll just come clean. I'm, did. I'm, I did not get.
0: I know somebody that did. A maybe. Democrat who voted for Grant. Oh, I I so, you know what? I, tell you about,
2: I had a few friends, I have a few friends that are. That I, you know, I hope to earn their vote. So,
0: so you do the math, and you, it, it, it depends. A lot of Democrats are saying, "I'm going to vote. I'll vote for the Democrat no matter what." A lot of Democrats are saying, "Look, if we had a real chance to get a much better governor, that's who we ought to vote for." You know what? What good is a what good is a vote for somebody that's going to lose anyway? Um, so, but he'd have to work for him. He would have to work for him.
2: Yeah, I you and know. And then he
0: might lose the Republicans on the other side. And we only side, have so.
1: 74 days until the election and then you have to get if you were to win, let's say And remember a, early ballots, get, send, ballots
2: get sent out earlier than that. So And
1: you, know, you have to make sure they spell
2: your name right, not to if the president has earlier. anything
0: to say about it.
1: <laughs> okay. I do want to talk about someone who wants to I got to my president.
2: issues with vote by mail too, Jim. <laughs> Nationally.
1: <laughs> I Next do. week is the RNC. This week is the DNC, though. Uh, any highlights for you, Jim? Did you feel like it was a good coalescing kumbaya <laughs> you moment? You tell I'm the being truth. Serious. you serious?
2: Tell me, honestly, I am so interested to hear I your appraisal. I thought it was
0: one of the most uh, inspiring, amazing. Oh my I love it the roll here, call. Can I, I smell that was your nice. drink? Is there the something? Roll call I'm to trying
2: to, to smell if you got that thing loaded with something. To hear that. Alcohol or kid something last
0: night, and then here Joe. But Joe Cute Biden. Gentleman. Here's the problem that the Republicans made. They call him inept. Uh, they said he's got dementia. They say he's in a cave. He can't put two words together. Joe Biden was inspiring, not to Republicans, but to a lot of Americans. He was a man in charge, <laughs> and I hope they keep painting. I think it was a
1: presidential type address last night. I do think it helped him not being live, though. I think that having uh, a pre-recorded and editable, edible—that's not even a word. That's those are like those <laughs> drugs edit? that you use to eat. <laughs> have been?
2: To, have you been to <laughs> Nevada? I have taken
1: edibles. That's You've why been Nevada. I, we know I that. Think, I think that was good for him having like a controlled situation. But I, I think
0: yeah. that was live last night. His was speech. It? Yeah.
2: So here is the thing. I uh, look. <laughs> I you had Bill Clinton, President, former President Bill Clinton talk about. Uh, the inappropriate conduct inside the Oval Office by President Trump. At that point, I was looking for the unicorn to walk past uh, because I'm going in the post- Is this Me real? am I in a dream here? Did, did President Clinton just wag his finger about conduct in the Oval Office? I found, you know, when I when we had the inaugural address from uh, the inauguration in the inauguration of President Trump, there were a lot of Democrats that said a very dark speech. He talked about hard times and difficult things. Very, very dark, 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 dark. Well, it, the thing that's that's been tough over the last, you know, three and a half years, four years with, with where we've had our president with President Trump and the criticism he gets on a second by second basis is that there's never consistency of thought with the liberals or the Democrats. You know, if 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 Trump talks about challenges, he's just very dark and very draconian and a very... You know, just a just a you know just terrible way to to not nothing inspiring. And then you get to the Democrat convention and it's just, you know, just mean spirited and just attacking and everything is just ter- I mean, just everything about it can be easily qualified as dark. And yet the same people that just had such a, a you know, disdain for th- President Trump's inaugural address and th- some of the challenges he's laid out for this country. Uh, You know, they just embrace it with such enthusiasm. And so I I just think, look, you got to say what you're going to say. Trump's been a pinata from the second he was a candidate. Why would you stop that exercise now? I get it. But but inspiring is the last uh, word that would come to mind. If you want to scare everyone to death and say that, you know, the the sky will literally fall if this man's reelected. I think that's the message you successfully pushed. Here's what I think is
1: interesting, because President Obama, we haven't really heard a lot from him, and so this is the first time he's kind of spoken. And I think when you're looking at the Democratic Convention to win, they need some of the Republicans who are not really a big fan of how President Trump speaks on Twitter and maybe the little bit crazy side of him. They need those people to come join and vote for Biden. And I don't know if President Obama was the great convincer on that because when he gets, I wouldn't say stoops to the level, but goes on the attack instead of keeping that line that former presidents usually do. Yeah. I don't know if that wins over those, those crossover voters that might be willing to come join hands. It's that
2: there's, you don't have to have a consistency of thought you can, you know, you didn't, it, it used to be, and was up until maybe last night or when president Obama spoke that the, the, the president of the past, they don't, they don't take those shots. They don't go after him, but, uh, now I guess you can. I'm, I've I, I've even heard President Obama talk on the campaign trail that we got to get rid of this whole filibuster. I mean, are you kidding? The, that was like a institutional, you know, requirement of the Senate. Now they're talking they want to get rid of it. None of these. N- there is no two way street when it comes to politics nowadays, which is sad. I think that you got to have a consistency of thought. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. You're not getting that. You got a president here that that helped forge a peace deal with Israel and the you know the United. Uh, Arab, Arab Emirates Emirates yeah, yeah Am- Emirates
1: United Emer- Arab Emirates Emirates right
2: yeah. Dubai the the first one in 30 years you've got a this is the first president that didn't send troops to war we've had we've had our presidents of either party sending our troops to war now for some time you have some you have some great accomplishments this president has accomplished good things he's done that gets glazed gla- glazed over it's a convention i get it but i just think that how Uh, dark that convention was in terms of how dire they wanted Americans to feel about this country. I just think it's I think it's a bit overplayed, but it always has been. So It's, it's kind divided the, world. I it's know a lot of the playbook people left from day saying one. they
1: felt very hopeful after uh, the Democratic Convention. So we'll see. Next week, I think there's going to be more live, and you never know what's going to
0: happen Now, with that's going to be a party, Jim. So. talk well, about, That's okay. going to be a party. Let's the Republican go.
2: National Committee, hang on to your hat.
0: Next week, we can compare. Which was darker? Compare and contrast. Okay. This could Biden be Biden speech or Trump giving one of his Nuremberg uh, <laughs> wacko comments Conscious raising. We things. haven't even talked about who uh, about uh, all the pedophile pizza places and all the conspiracies. No, I mean, you guys, your your Democrat press
2: corps asks him questions. He tries to answer them the best he can, and they and they run headlines like he came up with these, you know, these comments of which they splice and dice all the time. We haven't even talked about all the riots and all the destruction happening. in I every know, major and here's the situation. How long uh, do you guys think we've, we've been talking
1: for right now? Uh, are we ten are minutes? We out? They're I know we're at thirty six minutes, oh. and okay. I feel like maybe our inaugural podcast—I should have planned more time so we could talk for two hours and really catch people up on our lives. They're gonna,
2: they're gonna hit. They're I gonna know, but I have to do
1: newscasts. Off. But I know we've got protests I want to talk about. I want to talk about charges that Sim Gill's been filing. I feel like we somehow have. An entire lifetime that's happened. Since there was a lot pent up. You could
2: tell in this this podcast. Yeah, we had right. a lot we I wanted know. to get off our chests. Do you guys
1: feel like a little relieved after getting this off your chest A little bit. I feel terrific. <laughs> Jim, has well, you look terrific, Jim. You look great. Paper.
0: <laughs> I hate Greg.
2: Yeah, yeah. You guys I see all the like things Trump's he's banks. writing there. He's there just making, f-
0: saying terrible things on that. Piece so where of are we going to go on this podcast? What do we want to do every week? What, what are we,
1: wh- what's I still what's think our point? we want to come back to. Uh, we want to talk issues, but I think that as much as Greg Hughes and Jim Tobaccos have very differing viewpoints, I think that as we get beyond the craziness of all this. There have got to be things we agree on, and I think that's the big problem with the country right now is that you're a Democrat or you're a Republican, you're red or you're blue, and there's no in-between, and there's got to be in-between if we want to figure things out again, right? Does it
0: count? <laughs> Neither of us want Cox to be governor. <laughs> 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 is that you know <laughs> flying on something? Like so I, you
1: guys <laughs> are going to run a writing here's campaign. A grand,
2: here's the grand experiment. grand, grand sure experiment. that's where you are. I think there's an experiment to be had on this podcast, and I'd like to see. I think that I can maintain uh, my conservative right-of-center perspective uh, and look at public policy and look at approach approaches that we can take, you know, as a society, but as our government uh, would look to to solve issues or to. And Jim can stay on that left of center side. And I am willing to bet that there is common ground without losing what makes us who we are. I think that can be found. I think I'd love to explore that. in With the podcast. an example of that,
0: Greg and Heidi. OK. One of the things I think where we really could come together, particularly if Joe Biden gets elected president, and that is how to deal with public lands in Utah how to take this patchwork of checks system that so you' it's, going here to it's on your nice. mind Good and, for you. and, and, and and consolidate these and protect more and have energy areas that could really happen but Rob Bishop had to go first he was he he just didn't want any kind of a deal with the Democrats and that's what it's going to take And, you know
2: we can do that under the hypothetical or the the that Trump wins as well. Not just, we don't have to just see if what we can do if Biden wins. We can do uh, it with right. Trump also. That would be
0: nice. But I know we can do the, de- I, I don't know, but I, I think I we believe. can really do a deal with Biden.
2: Okay. And all Trump.
1: Right. <laughs> I believe in it. So we're going to meet again next Friday. And Kay. it'll be after the RNC. After the races. We can see if it's as dark as, um, the prediction no, that are- will
2: be a that'll be a ray of sunshine. That's what that will be. That Republican <laughs> convention. A ray of sunshine. It is going to be beautiful. You're going to be proud to be American. Promise you. Oh
0: wow. Well, Land the con- of the
2: free, home of the brave. I'm There's excited. There's
0: a reason everybody to watch the convention.
1: I just play them out like the Emmys when you hear the music, yes. you got to wow. be done. Thanks kay. for listening. Tell your friends we're back. Bye-bye guys.